to Fire Headlines, where we cover the hottest topics in fire service news. I'm your host, Samantha Didion, and joining me on the panel today is Chief Jeff Buchanan, Dr. Matt Hines Aldrich, and his colleague, Sarah Wood, from the American Association of Insurance Services. Matt, you joined us for our episode last week, so thank you so much for being here again today. And Sarah, this is your first time on the Fire Headlines podcast, so welcome. Let's start off with you telling our listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Wood. I have been involved with community risk reduction for about 10 years now. Um, I've worked most heavily with data. I was a state program manager for INFERS with the Kansas State Fire Marshal's Office. So for about 10 years now, I've been doing data analysis in uh, incidents, but also community risk reduction and how we can influence what happens in our communities. That is great because our topic today is actually coming from a listener email. And this listener is a leader in the fire service and is particularly interested in the concept of outcomes. In their email, they say that it's been a struggle to operationalize this concept into their organization. So I was wondering, Sarah, can we just talk generally on your thoughts on outcomes in the fire service? Yeah, they are hard. They're hard to measure um, because they take time. And we are most easily able to measure inputs and outputs, which is the number of calls we have, the number of smoke alarms we've installed, the number of actions that we've taken. But seeing those long-term trends, the outcomes, they take patience and they take being able to collect information about what you've done and what's changed. Uh, So in, in general, it is difficult for the fire service, but I would say they've definitely gotten better as a whole, especially as we talk about community risk reduction as an entire cycle of evaluating what things happen. Um, Beforehand, we were just measuring things like how many smoke alarms did we put in? How many structure fires did we have a year? And we weren't going back and tying it into how many structure fires did we have five years later? And how many injuries did we have in our communities five years later? Okay. And Jeff, can you add in on that a little bit? What are some of your thoughts as it pertains to the outcome? And then we'll circle around to you, Matt. Well, Sarah, first, thanks. I really appreciate your perspectives in regards to outcome, because I think that's really in the fire service, one of the points where we we fall short first. And what I mean by that is so many, when they think of outcomes, they conflate outputs, impacts, they jam them all together in one box and they're, they're a little off on, on all of them, actually. And so I think it's really important to frame it appropriately in order to take a look at an issue or a challenge or a problem, however you want to look at it, and then be able to kind of parse it, break it up, and kind of look at it kind of from a systems kind of standpoint. And so when you look at it from from a logic perspective, you have your outputs, as you mentioned, you have your outcomes and our medium term, and then you're looking at your longer term and impacts. I think that can really help kind of fire chiefs and and decision makers get their arms around a challenge because I, I'm going to be a little bit more harsh. I think we are getting better, but I still think that we hone in on the output side of things and we really don't give whether you want to be super academic and say causality we don't even get to a correlation and shoot sometimes we can't even tie anything to anything 
right? And that's not a that, that's that's not a criticism. It's just a it's an area of awareness where there's just so much so much opportunity. And when you start talking about things like response times, and we get so moth to a flame. No pun intended, really, but it's true. We get so focused in on that response time. And and the reality is we really can't tie that to an outcome and or an impact. Yet we we continue to to really chase that hamster on the wheel that is literally unattainable. Very few small percentage come up with a small number of the aggregate of the amount of jurisdictions, amount of responses can actually meet a response time within the quote unquote standard. And yet we still chase that as the number one or the golden ring. And and so I, I really think the the stage is set here and it's really important to first dissect that there are actually multiple components when we're looking at coming up with a solution to a problem and really understanding the differences between outputs, outcomes, and or impacts is 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 a good first step. It's actually a very, very necessary first step. So I like where this conversation is going. One, first of all, thanks again for the invitation to uh, participate in this conversation. And, and this is definitely one of the more pressing uh, challenges that keeps coming up over and over again, because it actually ties back to many of the things we, we do and frankly, many of the other topics that have been on this podcast. So yeah, so thanks for the invitation to be here. And I really want to kind of pick up on some of the themes that uh, that Sarah and Jeff have, have talked about, which is there's lots and lots of focus and lots of discussion around outcome measures, but it's been very hard for for people to articulate exactly what those are. And so I'm not really surprised the captain who had shared this question had sort of struggled to try to operationalize it in their own department. And, and, and let me just also, the other thing I wanted to kind of say is when I read this question, my first takeaway was, wow, the future of the fire service is strong. If we're having company level officers asking these type of questions, we've already, we haven't won, but we're already well on our way towards kind of moving the ball down the field. And so for one, I just want to like thank the listener who uh, sent in this question because it was absolutely phenomenal. So in, as we get into outcome measures, part of the reason we're doing such a bad job with it is because in some ways, by definition, outcome measures are very difficult. In some cases, you might even say impossible. We focus on them as sort of a, a goal and a target that we should be uh, striving for, and we should be making sure that we're actually having that impact. But at the same time, they are so, in many cases, they're so nebulous and they're such lagging indicators that it's really in many cases hard to actually determine what was it that actually impacted it. And so that's one of the things that I think is is a real challenge here. Definitely something we'll need to kind of unpack here is this idea that to really be an effective outcome measure, to really new, to identify whether your community is is having an impact on reducing things like unnecessary deaths or preventable deaths or something like that. There's so many other variables that could be impacting here. So it's really hard to use an outcome measure to, for example, evaluate the effectiveness of a program. And so it's much easier to measure those data points and those that information that is more readily available. We, we sort of keep focusing on input measures and output measures because those are frankly the ones that are most available and most easy to, to measure. When I'll end with it here is that there's this famous quote that often gets brought up sort of in, in the management literature and it often gets sort of adopted in the fire world as well, which is what gets measured gets managed. 
And that goes back to a, a guy named uh, Ridgeway back in 1956. So it's, it's not a new quote, been around there for a really long time. But the problem is, is everyone stops the quote there. Uh, and again, that was what gets measured, gets managed. And so we kind of assume that if you're, you know, if you're really focused on uh, metrics and targets and everything, that that's going to make everything better. However, the rest of the quote actually is, even when it's pointless to the to measure and manage it, and even when it harms the purpose of the organization to do so. And so the reason I kind of wanted to kind of set this sort of, in a sense, what I see is sort of a foundational concept is that as we look at outcome measure, we also need to be very mindful of unintended consequences with them. And I think as in particularly many of the things that we measure are easy. They may not necessarily be the most important, but then the question is, so if we are going to focus on outcome measures that are supposed to, you know, that are more important, how do we actually do this in a way that is, that we can actually, you know, trace it back to interventions that we've done, changes in our organization and other service delivery things that we can actually can, can control. So as far as it goes for measuring outcomes, what are some of the different components Matt and Sarah, you guys believe need to be really looked at and considered for outcomes? Sure. So in terms of outcome measures, there are a number, but but again, this is where sometimes I even struggle like, to, uh, to come up with what are a good list of, of outcome measures. And so, for example, this is something, in fact, we, we spend so much time with in, in our current role is uh, we're trying to develop and uh, trying to identify a whole bunch of KPIs or otherwise known as key performance indicators to try to evaluate whether communities are doing a good job in terms of reducing risk. In some ways, I stumble a little bit because really the outcome measure, and you first have to start with what is the thing you're trying to get at? Is it uh, uh, reducing fire deaths? And, and so I think that would be one I would focus on. But also it could be either reducing uh, the number of people who have either fatal outcome from, from a, uh, a medical event or uh, conversely, the number of people who return to kind of full functioning and or at least to survive their medical event to the point of discharge. So I think there's a number of measures like that. Um, it really comes down to focusing on what is the, the topic. Before I pass it over to Sarah, that's sort of what we're focusing on now is trying to identify in each of these, if you will, buckets or uh, focus areas. What are the five key questions and five key measures that are one that communities can actually measure uh, or are currently measuring, uh, but more importantly, that are meaningful? And I use this term meaningful quite a bit uh, because, uh, as I noted earlier, many of the things we measure may not necessarily be truly meaningful. They're easy to measure, but, and, and so we could kind of unpack or, or spend some time with various different topics and kind of get into those. But uh, with that, I'll pass it over to Sarah and uh, kind of get your thoughts. Thanks, Matt. And I, <laughs> we prepared for this separately, but you stole what I was going to say later about what gets measured gets managed because it's so true. It, it often boils down to what's easy to count. And uh, in, in the fire service, some of our issues with outcomes is that we're trying to assign outcomes to a fire service that the fire service cannot influence. So if you start out from the point of we're going to measure a decrease in cardiac events in our community, well, the fire service doesn't control that. What you can control is do they leave the hospital? Did you perform effective CPR at the scene? Did you perform effective patient you know, interventions? And, and if we're measuring 
the number of cardiac events. We're, we're never going to see success in that because the fire service doesn't control that. So when it comes to outcomes, we have to start with things within our sphere of control and then find like, even if it is cardiac events, where do we plug in, which is you know, successful early intervention for, for CPR, successful, you know, transport to the hospital, all of those other factors. That's what you measure. And then the outcome is, do they leave the hospital? There's other things like uh, people know, we know the research around crashes. Every minute you're on a crash scene, the chances of a second crash occurring goes up. So if you want to reduce vehicle crashes in your community, the best thing you can do is clear crash scenes as quickly and safely as possible. So if you're trying to measure reducing crash scenes, there's a lot of ways to do that. One of those is identifying high-risk intersections. And another is identifying, are we just taking too long on scenes because we don't understand the research around how quickly we really need to be getting out of there? Samantha, I'm going to jump in here too and really piggyback off of the great points that Sarah and Matt are making and, and say that. I heard both of you, and I and I know my dude Bob loves, as I do, community risk reduction. And so, while there are fire departments that maybe don't take on that responsibility, I believe it is a big piece to the responsibility of fire departments to reduce the risk of the issue ever happening in the first place. Ben Franklin said it, he said it best, an ounce of prevention is worth the pound of cure. And the fire departments have an opportunity. They have an opportunity to target high cardiac event areas. It could be the elderly communities and focus public education efforts in that particular area, concentrate on putting AEDs, hands-on CPR, they can move the needle inside of those areas. And I really think it it is their responsibility. You are right. You are right. You have to have a shot at, at changing that outcome. I will also say from kind of a counterpoint, I think it's necessary for organizations and decision makers to also not get solely focused on outcomes and really, really channel in on the process, a systems approach. Yeah, on the fire service, I, uh, there actually is an internal fire building somewhere in the Middle East, but the reality is firefighters go on a scene, there's a fire, the fire goes out every single time. And somehow we can measure that as a success. Well. I would offer that having been a firefighter and a captain and other positions inside the fire service that there were a lot of times, how about there were some times when we used not great tactics, not great strategies, and yet the fire went out. And so I think that there has to be some contemplation to the entire system and even if the outcome is what we are all labeling as positive we should systematically regularly frequently look at the pieces of the puzzle that make up the mosaic and analyze those pieces and say okay could we get better yep we had a like like for me i'll tell you and this is a cop-out and this had to do with mental health if i got return of spontaneous circulation which is known as rosc that's safe right i was like oh man that that that's a good deal right i didn't you're right matt you're spot on the the scientific measurement is 
is that? You know, did they come out with their, all their faculties? Did they get discharged? Um, so I'm, I'm kind of conflating a couple of things here. I guess where I'm going with, I, I do think we have to be certainly cognizant of outcomes, but I also think that we don't want to ignore the rest of the system, if you will, in order to get the best overall results. And I think that sometimes organizations can do that. There are those organizations that don't look at outcomes at all. And then there are some organizations that only look at what they're referring to as outcomes. And they, I think they overly rely on those in order to make their decisions. What, what, are, your, what are your two thoughts there? Am I, how, how crazy am I? I think you're definitely on the money there. And one of the, the points that you uh, you brought up and and, one, and also goes back to one of the original question, which is part of this goes back to the challenge of, uh, in many cases, this is actually a, sort of a data volume problem. Our organizations are just not big enough to see long-term trends. And that was one of the, uh, the questions that the listener posed was around, like, particularly, how do you do this in small organizations? And I would even say, even large organizations, big metro departments, you're going to really struggle because you're not going to see, um, we don't see the volume of this. For example, if you have a really successful program that's really focused on trying to address uh, fire death rates, most communities, even again, a big metro department, you're not going to have that many uh, fires. And so you're going to see spikes and, and you can have one really bad, uh, one really bad incident can basically throw off years of progress in terms of reducing your number of fire deaths because uh, just the law of like kind of small numbers when we're, we're trying to measure something that is, is sort of a unique phenomenon. Anyways, I think that's a, a really a key consideration. But I think the, ultimately the other part that really resonated with me that you shared was that sometimes we get focused on the, the challenges of outcome measures. Like, why don't you know where to start? Well, really, to, to my mind, for organizations, this all comes back to the key thing, which is, do you have a goal in mind? Do you have a, do you, have you articulated or can you articulate what is the long-term goal of your, whatever the program might be, whether it's a kind of hands-free CPR program, are you just doing it because, you know, you're supposed to do it or there's a train the trainer program being offered in your community. And so we're just now going to do a, a hands-only uh, CPR class in your community. Or is it that uh, there's a clear clear plan, a clear vision, and a clear kind of uh, set of goals of like, okay, we want to have a certain number of people in our community and we're going to, and we're going to specifically focus on, on the part of the community where we think we can have the most value, not just the ones who, who like our Facebook post, but the ones who are actually are more likely to have, have a cardiac event in their community. And so maybe we'll focus on the central business district and we'll, we'll try to train every, uh, every employee that works in the central business district. And we'll try to train them on hands only CPR um, because they, you know, that because we've done some evaluation, that's maybe where our, our, the majority of our cardiac events, where there is bystander potential for bystander intervention are, but really, uh, and the, the point there is that sometimes we get focused on the, the numbers and the measures. And this is something that, uh, in fact, I had a kind of a spontaneous conversation with one of my old colleagues from Atlanta Fire Rescue recently, because I was mentioning to him, and it was not Chief Kennedy who was on last week, but uh, another one, but uh, I was mentioning to him that I often uh, tell people a story from my time there that was related to parking brake and an air leak on an engine. And it was this big, long story, and I'll, I'll save it for another time. But really what it was is that the underlying issue with public works and then that them they were basically trying to band-aid some of our, of our older apparatus to try to get it, you know, to keep some more years on it. But the only way this issue raised to the top was because we noticed a, a long-term problem and an increasing problem with their turnout times. 
And so the, the point of the whole story and the, when I reconnected with this old, at the time he was a battalion chief, was just kind of a, that moment really highlighted that sometimes we get so focused on the data and the metrics that we sort of forget that really it's, it's just an alarm, basically. It's a signal, it's, it's, uh, it's some sort of indicator that there is some other issue that we need to address. In that case, it was we need to address some some. Uh, performance issues with the, the shop in terms of how they were actually fixing apparatus, but it could be any number of things. Um, but really, I think the real thing that struck me, Jeff, that you shared was this this idea that sometimes the we get so focused on the data that it sort of obscures the, the wider issues that we need to be focusing on. And so with that, I'll pass it over to Sarah. So data is, is my jam <laughs> all the way. And I, I would say, like, especially when it comes to response times, we hear those so often because that is data we are consistently collecting. Every time that truck rolls, we're getting data on it. How long did it take? When did it get there? When did it get back? What kinds of calls did it go on? That's data we're collecting all the time. But there are a lot of outcomes whose data is not collected anywhere. And like the, it's very difficult to get started on certain outcomes because it just doesn't exist yet. And I, I will say from my experience in training fire service personnel and using simple things like Excel or Google Sheets or writing a form, it, you're gonna have to like even back up a step to do we have a mechanism for collecting data that is going to tell us about our outcomes at all? Like if we're installing smoke alarms, do we have a mechanism for collecting if that smoke alarm saved a family? Or are we only collecting that we put it in? So if we're not collecting all of the different pieces of the data, like for one, we can't get lost in it because it doesn't exist. But for two, everything that's not related to an incident report is probably just in the ether. It doesn't even exist yet. We really want to pull this topic apart. So there will be a part two on outcomes coming out next week. In that episode, we'll be diving into some of the questions that surround this topic. So thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. If you have a question for the panel or a topic suggestion, please reach out to us at fireheadlines at wfca.com and let us know what's on your mind. We'll see you back here next week for more Fire Headlines. Fire Headlines.